want to welcome you back to the Voice of V, Sunday afternoon, May 15th. And here's what's been on my mind this week. The news. Some big things in the news this week. Some I'm going to leave for another separate discussion. Um, but one of those is um, the Redonda Vought trial and sentencing that happened uh, over the last couple of months. Her sentencing was on Friday. And if you're not familiar with this case, uh, she was a, an RN um, who was working at Vanderbilt University who was charged with a med error. And she was criminally charged. Um, not to get into any particulars, it's all out there. I'm not an expert on it. Um, but I do have a lot of nurses in my life that I care a great deal for. And they're all very good people. They take their work very seriously. They wouldn't be in nursing if they didn't care about taking care of patients in the best way. And Ms. Vaught was potentially looking at six years in prison for a med error. And if you're not know what that is in the medical field, um, a medication error can refer to the medication being prescribed, dispensed, that can cause harm to a patient. Um, again, you can read all the particulars out there, but there was no malicious intent. In fact, at the time of the error, Ms. Vaught immediately went to her superiors and admitted the error. And again, you can read what transpired after that. But she was then held criminally liable. Uh, the family forgave her, did not wish to see her criminally charged and face any prison time. And the jury found her guilty of a criminal act. Um, the judge, I think, used uh, good judgment in deciding sentencing. Her sentence is for three years, supervised probation, no jail time, to begin immediately. And there is a possibility in the future of, of this going away completely as a criminal charge. And yes, someone died. It's terrible. You have a grieving family and someone who suffered and died. But the point is, nurses are humans and they make mistakes. All humans make mistakes. The danger of going after the nursing staff criminally could potentially cause errors to go unreported, thereby placing patients in even greater danger. So I encourage you to educate yourself on matters like this and understand the reason why prison was not the right choice for her and the judge made the right decision of probation. She is no longer a nurse, so she's not a danger to anyone should they think she's a danger. Um, and she will get the intervention that she needs, and she will have probation. Um, I think this is a big victory for nurses. There seems to be a real... Uh, witch hunt going on right now for nurses, and this was a big win for them. Anyway, that was one of the bigger ones this week, with the sentencing just being on Friday. 
technology. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up um, is a piece of technology that I use that ties into fidget spinner uh, situations. People that use fidget spinners and the reasons for using them. Um, there are sensory issues and whatnot. Uh, noise canceling headphones can be very helpful for people who suffer with sensory irritations. Um, I know myself, there's a, there are a few triggers that of things that drive me up a wall. And the weird thing is, is if I'm making the noise myself, it doesn't bother me. But if the noise is around me and being made by somebody else, it really is unsettling. Uh, loud pots and pans, vacuum cleaners, almost any lawn mowing device outside, including the next neighborhood over when the lawn service comes, I turn to these headphones. And let me explain to you how these work. I'm sure everybody's heard of noise-canceling headphones by now. Uh, even our little in-the-ear earphones that we use with our cell phones, a lot of them are noise-canceling. And they're great, and I do have a pair of those, and I do use those. But I find that the, the, keeping them in your ear sometimes can, some, can be problematic. I like an old-style over-the-ear headphone. And I bought these last year uh, prior to flying, prior to going out of town. They're, uh, they're called Bose Quiet Comfort 35, or you'll also see them as QC35. Uh, these are the previous version. I believe the new version is QC45. The 35s in some reviews have done better than the newer version. Um, so when you look them up, if you're interested and you see how expensive they are, and they are expensive, um, go with the older version. You're not going to be sorry. If you can find the QC35s, which you can probably find them still on Amazon, these are the ones I have, and they're phenomenal. Um, the cool thing about them in the house is if you want to sit in your easy chair, read a book, pop the headphones on, nothing's even playing in them. Just click them on, the noise cancellation starts, and I don't hear anything outside the house, but I can still, I can hear the television if I want, or I could listen to music on the stereo and tune out the noises from out on the property or even in the neighborhood next door. Noises from the hallway, because the apartment complex I live in is um, designed very much like a, an inside hallway hotel. So sometimes, you know, people going up and down the halls, you can hear them. There's a little girl that lives across the hall that'll sometimes run down the hall. If I have these on, I don't hear any of that. It's even the best thing it's for is for the lawn equipment. The lawn equipment goes on for what seems like an eternity. And without these headphones, I can almost feel my blood pressure go up. I feel nervous. I feel jumpy. I just I just want to run from my own house. And these solve that problem. So if you have any issues like that, look into some of these headphones. These are even nice to, um, I, I'll go to bed with them, listen to an audiobook or listen to music or something, set a timer for an hour. And I'm a side sleeper. And I'll even lay on them, um, head into the pillow with these headphones. 
and it's more comfortable than the earbuds that go in the air. Um, the pressure is around the ear, obviously, instead of into the ear canal. I also don't have to worry about losing them in the bed when I fall asleep, and invariably, I do. And once I wake up, I pull them off, put them on the hook beside the bed, and right to sleep I go. They're the best. Um, they're super, super. Um, you don't see a lot of them these days. You'll see them a lot at airports, people that fly a lot, people that travel, but there's something to be said for an old-fashioned over-the-ear headphone. So, check them out. Bose Quiet Comfort 35. There's some other versions out there. I know Sony has a brand, and I'm going to stay right up front. This is not a sponsored podcast. I am not being paid to mention these products of any kind that I ever mention. It's just because it's something I use, and I love them. So that's it for the technology for today. I want to talk about a book, and I'm going to try and bring up a book every single podcast. I am currently reading about our history here in the United States. I have just started a book that I have learned much about before I even read it. It's called The 1619 Project, and it will probably be a number of weeks before I can discuss it because it's going to take me that long to finish it because at any given point in time, I'm usually in the middle of three or four books at one time. Um, Also, depending on what's going on in life, I may have to put the book down for a little bit, but this is a very large book. Um, I have the large print copy, and it's somewhere around... 700 pages, Um, but I'll just read the back jacket. A dramatic expansion of a groundbreaking work of journalism. The 1619 Project, a new origin story, offers a profoundly revealing vision of the American past and present. In late August of 1619, a ship arrived in the British colony of Virginia, bearing a cargo of somewhere between 20 and 30 enslaved people from Africa. Their arrival led to the barbaric and unprecedented system of American chattel slavery that would last for the next 250 years. Yes, 250 years. This is sometimes referred to as our country's original sin, but it is more than that. It is a source of so much that still defines the United States, and that is verbatim off the back jacket of the book. Um, so credits to the book for that. I, I, I didn't write any of this or come up with this myself. I read it directly off the book. Um... I would encourage everyone to read this book. Um, This is something that I feel that the white population in this country really needs to educate themselves and understand what you have not learned throughout your life. I've read books related to this, and it has so far been life-changing. So I encourage you. The 1619 Project. Get the book from your local library. Find it on Amazon. Buy it used. I promise you, read this book. Every week I'll come up with another book that I've got here that I'm either read or that I plan to read or that is on my reading list. If you're interested in what I'm reading and what I've read, I am on Goodreads. You can find me there under VL Kaysen. And you can see the entire library of books I am currently reading, have read, and am hoping to read. So again, join me on Goodreads. Look me up, VL Kaysen. I'm there. Let's share some book reading. 
Next thing I want to talk about, photography. I'm coming up on my first summer here in Montana. As you know, this time last year, I was in Florida taking care of my mom. And I wouldn't fully return until September or October. And I wouldn't even really recover from everything until well into December. So now I'm coming up on the time of year where I want to get out. I want to take some photography pictures. I want to take some photography trips. And uh, I'm going to go westward towards Butte, uh, Helena, Missoula, and maybe some points beyond. Take a few days to car camp, take some overnight photos. I've been interested in doing some astrophotography. Take a few days and just go see some sites, get some photography going. I've, I've had a little bit of difficulty getting energized with photography since getting back. I think I think I figured out just the other day actually where some of my creative block with both writing and photography is coming from. Photography in particular, because in the last two years I've lost two of my biggest fans. And even if a picture that I took is average or isn't even any good, my mom or my dad loved it. You know, they were my ever-cheering fans that your photography's the best. You do great work. I love your photography. My mom would buy my work, um, post it on her wall, and she would buy uh, my photography on canvas. She would buy it on pillows, bags, T-shirts. Definitely my biggest fan. And I think it hit me just yesterday or the day before, I forget, but um, I think that's been a lot of it. You know, when you don't get feedback, the feedback that you're used to hearing, even if you know it's a little, you know, when it comes from someone who's always going to try and pump you up, it's, it's generally never going to be anything negative. So, you know, I think that's some of it. So I've, I've got to stop thinking about it that way and I've got to get back to doing things for myself um, that's where my writing has gone recently I don't write to impress anybody I don't do this podcast to impress anybody um, and I certainly don't do my photography to do that either it's for myself um, creative outlets need to come for yourself first do what makes you happy be that writing horseback riding, painting, photography, building little crafts, whatever your hobby is, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anyone else. It's kind of like the old saying, it's if you do what you love, the money will come or the happiness will come. Not a lot of people get rich off of writing or photography. Of course not. It's a very select few, the very lucky ones. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to those trips. I'm probably going to go on one maybe in June or July. And then another one before winter sets in, maybe in September. That's kind of my tentative plan in my head. Um, but we'll see how the summer shakes out. You know, life, life has schedules and plans for you, and sometimes life throws, throws things at you that you're not expecting. But that's it for the photography portion.
On a somewhat medical note, I had my first shingles vaccine on Friday. Felt pretty good into Friday night. Felt pretty good Saturday morning, sitting at my desk. Realized I'd spent a couple hours with my head down, trying to get over being nauseous, or nauseated. Nauseated is the appropriate term. Queasy. Headache. Just didn't feel really good. Finally just had to step away from my desk and give up and go lay down. Chills, shaking, slight headache, not too bad a headache, but just generally just felt overall achy, yucky. So I I crashed. I went to bed, winter sweatpants, hoodie, under a blanket. I think I got up around, I don't know, 8.30 last night and had some cottage cheese and some macadamia nuts. I know, weird. Just random grabs from the fridge in the cabinet. And uh, I went back to bed, slept in this morning until around uh, 7 or so, got up, and so far so good today. Um, no more chills, headache is gone, just feel a little, just feel a little sore. My, uh, the arm that the shot was in definitely hurts, as well as under the arm, you know, where your, your lymph nodes are and, and everything. But, um, again, my first one. And I remember my mom warning me about it, and the people at the pharmacy did too. You know, you'll want you want a day or so just to sort of hang out at home because you might feel kind of cruddy. And they were right. But it wasn't bad. Honestly, it wasn't bad as the COVID vaccine. Um, and I've certainly been sicker. But it felt good to finally get that vaccine for the first time because um, I've had some neurological issues in the last few weeks that represent due to stress generally in the past at least that's been my experience so I I needed to uh, get ahead of it because I certainly don't ever want to have a shingles up outbreak I've never had one and I don't ever want to get one I've seen people that have it and it just looks excruciating so um, if you're in your 50s 60s I'd encourage you to to check that out read up, talk to your doctor, of course, and see if that's something that you should be doing. Um, So yeah, I had that done. What else has gone on this week? Uh, Did some donating some things, cleaned out the garage. The garage was a mess. Pulled the car out, pulled everything out, swept everything out. It's unbelievable how much dirt and dust gets in your garage over just a short period of time. Got that all cleaned out and reorganized so that I could then empty out the utility room in the apartment where the washer and dryer are and the overflow pantry items, you know, the extra things, the paper towels, the tissues, uh, toilet paper, just extra flour, extra sugar, you know, canned goods and whatnot. That room was so crowded you could hardly even get the door open and get inside. So I took a lot of things that were in there, and now that the garage was more organized, and got those things taken out to the garage, and the next thing will be to get the trailer out of storage and bring it home, because the other item that happened this week was the Nomad Kitchen um, that is built, assembled, and designed out of California arrived. I ordered it a couple weeks ago. And it's really nice. It's if if you look up Nomad Kitchen California, I think if you Google those three things, you'll you'll find the right one. Nomad Kitchen can sometimes be a 
a catchphrase for overland camping gear. Um, but if you add California, I think I think you'll find the right thing. It's a little cabinet. It's about the size of a, a large cooler, and it mounts into the existing tie-downs in the back of your hatchback, or in my case, it'll be my car, the hatchback, as well as the trailer once I get it home. It weighs about 52 pounds, so it's it's heavy, but it's doable, and it's got two drawer pulls in it, and as you pull it out, you basically have an expanding kitchen for camping, and as part of the project with the trailer, that is to always have the trailer ready to go camping. Load it up and ready to go, just hitch it up and go. No fuss, no grabbing things together, everything for camping will already be there. And in a situation where I go off with just the car, uh, the Nomad Kitchen will sit on one half of the hatchback in the rear of the car, and then I can sleep down the other half. And it's easily interchangeable uh, between the car and the trailer once I get the the tie-downs put in the trailer. Make the trailer more useful as well. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. I've got everything ready to go. Um, I've got another trip planned mid-June, which I'll talk about at another time. So I'm probably not going to get to it until I come back from that trip because there's quite a lot going on right now. And there's some other things I need to focus on around here before I get to doing the trailer because once I pull the trailer, it's going to have to stay in the garage um, until I get it done. So... Ideally, I would like to bring it home, finish it, and then take it to its permanent location. And I don't want to drag that out too much. So that's the next project that is on the horizon for mid to late summer. That is about all from this week. It's been pretty quiet. Uh, one of the one of the things I've I've realized is that when you're at home a lot, there's not a whole lot that you run into. I wouldn't typically have a lot of things to be sarcastic about or find funny, um, but I haven't been out much this week. It's been a quiet week at home. I'll be out a lot more this coming week, so might find something to be sarcastic or joke about, but it, it's been it's been pretty chill this week. Um, I hope that everyone has a good week. At this point, I'm fully committed to a once-a-week podcast, hoping to ramp up to be more often. And I look forward to hearing from any of you. Um, you can email me at bloggingshots, that's B-L-O-G-N-S-H-O-T-Z, at gmail.com. And again, you can Google me, V.L. Kaysen. You can Google bloggingshots. And you can find my website. Um, you can also find it in the links, in the link tree. Um, it's easy to find me. Uh, drop me a note. Let me know what you want to talk about. Um, and we'll see you next week. Take care.